There's a misconception that we don't exist, that somehow our ability to excel at the highest level of our industry is limited, that overcoming barriers as a woman of color would be insurmountable. But what would happen if we decided to venture out on our own despite everything we're up against? I'll tell you. Welcome to the Black Girls Consult 2 podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Angelina Davis, a healthcare consultant, consulting coach, high performance fanatic, wife, and proud girl mom. I help transform female professionals into thriving solo consultants. And just like you, I'm wearing all the hats and doing all the things. So this podcast is to empower the busy female professionals to move past fear to start and grow a successful consulting business, despite the obstacles you may encounter. We'll dive deep into consulting practice, business strategy, mindset, and more. So grab your cup of coffee or tea if that's your thing, and let's get started. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Black Girls Consult 2 podcast. I am your host, Dr. Angelina Davis. And today we are going to have a conversation about whether or not you should start a consulting business. And one of the reasons why I thought this would be a great conversation to start with is because I get this question a lot, especially when people are thinking about ways that they can use their knowledge and their expertise to to make money, to sell. And it seems very easy to step out and build a business in consulting because there's very little overhead oftentimes just to get started. And it seems like it may be a good fit for most people, but that actually is not necessarily the case. Uh, Definitely like any other industry, any other field, you have to think very carefully as to whether or not it would be a good fit for you, whether or not it aligns. When we don't take time to consider those things, we can find ourselves building a business around something that we don't enjoy. And nothing is worse than putting yourself in a box by mistake or on purpose. Uh, You don't want to box yourself in. You don't want to limit yourself to something that doesn't bring you joy, doesn't bring you happiness. And so there are some things we want to consider before you take that leap, before you make any investments of money and time, just so that you have a better idea as to whether or not this is something you really want to do. So what I want to share today are seven questions to ask yourself before starting a consulting business. And I think by walking through each of these one by one, you'll get a better idea as to whether or not you have the personality, the characteristics and traits that are needed to really succeed in the industry and also whether or not some of these things would possibly fit your personality and maybe even something be something that you truly grow to love and definitely enjoy doing for a long period of time. So let's get started. Okay, number one, you want to consider whether or not you have expertise to share. And when we think about expertise, most people don't really know what that means, right? We sometimes believe that we have to be practicing for a number of years and be approaching retirement before we can fall back into this life of consulting. And really kind of historically, somewhat that was the case, but not anymore not anymore. And so you don't have to get to a certain age or a certain number of years that you've been working in order to meet 
kind of this definition of expertise, because really when you're talking about expertise, you're just talking about having a very deep understanding and knowledge in a given area. And it's not defined by degrees or certifications. Although I will, I will admit that sometimes that can be a surrogate or kind of an indicator in a number of cases, but it doesn't mean just because you have a degree that you are an expert in a given area. Really, that expertise is characterized by having exceptional performance in an area where you perform above your peers and have that deep understanding and that deep knowledge that you can share. So the first thing that you want to consider is whether or not you feel as if you have expertise to share. That's where it all starts. If you don't have that, then we we may have a problem, but most people have expertise in some area. The question is whether or not you have expertise in the area that you desire to work in. And so that is something that you want to strongly consider, be very, very honest with yourself and think about whether or not the knowledge that you hold, if that is something that is very deep and well-grounded and whether or not you are able to perform and excel above your peers. Now, Once you've established that you do have expertise to share, the next thing that you need to consider, number two, is whether or not you can get someone from point A to point B. So the whole premise of consulting is really helping somebody solve a problem. You're going to be helping clients solve problems. You're going to be critically thinking and helping them map out strategy to achieve a goal. And so you really have to be process oriented. You have to have an understanding as to whether or not you can carry someone from point A to point B. Can you tell them how to get there? Can you give them the steps? Can you guide them? Can you advise them? And if you are able to help somebody go from their beginning state to a point that they want to to be at or achieve a particular goal using the knowledge that you have, then you are someone that would be able to get someone from point A to point B. But that needs to be a consideration because if you want to go into consulting, this will be pretty much the definition of what you will be doing in almost any instance. instance. So you have to be able to get someone from point A to point B. Okay, so number three is a big one. And this is one that I want to stress. I want you to think about because when I am working with clients, I think this is one of the areas where we have the biggest challenge. And that is that if you are going to go into consulting, you want to be and need to be willing to put yourself out there to meet new people and increase your visibility. You have to be willing to meet people in a new and different way. This is important because many times people start off consulting by using their network. And one of the reasons why they use their network is because it's much easier to make contact with individuals that you have some type of connection to, some type of relationship that has allowed you to in essence, pitch your services in a more comfortable way. It is not like cold calling and you don't have to build any new relationships. You don't have to find people on LinkedIn and search for them on Instagram or 
place ads and try and draw them in. You don't have to do all those things. Your referral network can be something that you can strongly lean into, but that's only going to take you so far. And I'll be honest, when you are working as a consultant, especially as a woman of color, this is where you really have to pick up the ball because it is going to be a challenge for you to compete with in the industry without having a vast network of individuals who are high level decision makers, especially if you work in the business to business space. Even in business to consumer, this is something important for you to consider. You have to be able to get out there and make yourself more visible. People have to see your services in order to want to buy them, in order to invest in what you can offer. And so your ability to really sell your services is highly dependent on the connections that you're able to make. And the connections that you make are what generate the conversations that you need to have in order to sell the services that you offer. It's all connected. And so it is critical that you be open and willing to step out of that shell and be able to meet new people. This doesn't mean that you have to be an extrovert. I myself have more of an introverted personality. And I would say that that you can use that to your advantage. Oftentimes, many introverts can be much more in tune to the little things, the the things that speak to you through intuition and just observation. And you can make a deeper connection and have a high quality connection with other individuals. So you don't have to be the life of the party per se, but you have to be willing to do the work and get a little uncomfortable at times so that you can begin to become more visible so that you can meet more people and then allow others to know about your services. So number three is that you have to be willing to make connections in a new and different way, and you have to be visible. Are you a female solo consultant or expert in your field who desires to build and grow a highly profitable consulting practice? Or are you finding it difficult to build your business and expand your presence in your industry to generate the revenue you desire? If so, my signature program, Expand to Excel, was created with you in mind. It's a 12-week, one-on-one, curriculum-based coaching program developed to help you create and implement a personal strategy to build and grow a highly successful and profitable business as a solo consultant, no matter the industry. So visit www.excelaconsulting.com to learn more and to schedule your next step call. Okay. Okay. We are making it down the list. We are getting closer to number seven. So keep staying tuned. But number four is where we are at. And number four is to ask yourself, are you self-motivated? Ooh, Let's talk about this for a minute. (laughs) Self-motivation is key. This is going to be key whether you are in consulting or any other business, especially as a solopreneur, because you don't have anyone to really depend on or fall back on. You are your business. And that's especially true in consulting. So before you start 
building this massive team and beginning to delegate things here and there, you want to make sure that you are first self-motivated because in order for you to generate consistent revenue and to really develop a very predictable revenue model, you will have to work at times when you don't feel like it. You're going to have to hold yourself accountable. And that's just the reality of it, especially when you are working on large projects. Oftentimes in consulting, you can be given a project that may last a number of months, especially in the B2B or business to business space. If you are working on an engagement that lasts for six months, eight months, you have to meet various timelines and there are ways to help keep yourself on track, but you have to be self-motivated to get that work done so that you can meet your client's expectations and you can deliver on your promise. Those things all take self-motivation. And that is not something that always comes easily. And if you're one where it takes a little bit more of a push to get you going and to hold yourself accountable, then I will say that you want to think long and hard before you enter into the consulting world. Because the one thing that consulting will take, especially as a solo consultant, is going to take you being self-motivated. Okay, number five. Do you enjoy working with others? This is something that you need to think about because in consulting, you will be working with other people, either one-on-one or you may be working with a group of individuals. If you're working, for instance, in business to business or B2B, then there may be instances where you're going to work with a number of people and those people may change. And so if you don't like to work in a group setting, if you don't like to work intimately with other people, then this may not necessarily be the best fit. You're going to have to think long and hard about how you would design services while you would not have to really have that level of interaction with other individuals. So one of the key things that you're going to want to do is build relationships. And that is going to require working with others and also building that influence with others because you are not leading by authority as a consultant. You're going to lead by influence, meaning that you have to have a relationship with others so that you can influence them and drive change. It's important for you to be able to do that in a positive way. And I have seen many consultants not succeed for the mere fact that they don't get along with other people, whether or not they're argumentative or whether or not maybe how they are speaking is condescending or demeaning. Those are all things that you want to avoid. Also, you don't want to be standoffish. I have known many brilliant people that definitely would make the best consultants in terms of their knowledge and expertise, but they can't effectively communicate that because they don't have comfort with that interaction with others. And so it makes the communication process very, very difficult. And if that happens, it's going to be hard for the client to then generate the results that they need. So you have to think long and hard as to whether or not you are able to easily get along with others and if this is a good fit. And one way of doing that is to really think about your relationships to date. Think about how you've been able to interact at work or in other groups and various other you know, organizations or, or meetings or events. Think about those interactions. Were they comfortable for you? Did you feel like many of those interactions were natural? 
Do you think that it would be a good fit? That's where we have to be really honest because if not, then consulting would be very, very difficult because once again, this is your livelihood and you really do have to think about working with others as a way for you to influence and drive the change that you need to prove that your services are indeed effective. So number five, again, was do you enjoy working with others? Okay, we're getting close to the end. We are at number six. And number six is this question that I want you to think about. Be honest with yourself. Are you someone that takes things personally? Are you really? I like to ask that because if you are a very sensitive person, if you spend a lot of time trying to figure out why things happen and you may take things personal to the point where it can cause you distress and sadness or disappointment, then consulting is something that I want you to strongly consider and evaluate because the reality of consulting is that your client does not have to do what you say. Once again, you're not leading by authority, meaning that you're not telling someone that they have to do it this way and they're going to automatically do it. You will have instances Believe it or not, you will have instances where people will pay you money, a lot of money, and still not follow your advice, still not follow your strategy. And they may not even be mad or disappointed. They just don't feel like doing it. And their decision not to follow through may not be because of you. Most often it is not because of you or your recommendations or your advice or the strategy that you've offered. Many times people are just dealing with a lot of things. Often it can be a way for them to protect themselves in moments of high stress. It also can be something that maybe at the ground level, if you're working with a number of individuals on a project, maybe the person that you're working with day to day doesn't feel tied to and more accountable to the work. And so they don't show up in the same way as the individual that is leading the project or who may have uh, signed the contract for your services. There are a number of reasons why people decide to do something different. Maybe they just don't agree and that's okay too. But the key is that you can't take those things personally. You have to understand your role as a consultant is to give advice, is to give strategy, is to give direction. And once you're doing that, once you're able to do that, then you stress upon the client that it is in their best interest to follow the recommendations that you provided. After all, they have sought your help. But if they don't, you have to be okay with that. And you can't take that personal. You cannot allow those things to determine your worth or your value as a consultant. And if you are someone that tends to, you know, really take things personal and internalize things heavily, then this may be something that could be problematic in your journey. Because in consulting, this is not a maybe in terms of whether or not this will happen. This will happen at some point in time, but it's not a bad thing. It's really not a big deal. You just have to know how to handle it, how to continue to motivate your clients to move forward. And the key to doing that is for you not to take it personal. Now, last but not least, number seven, yay, we finally got to the end. Number seven is 
one that I think is very important. So I like to leave it at the end because I think it's something that I want you to leave you with. And I want you to think strongly about is whether or not you can pay attention to detail. Are you detail oriented? And this is key because it's going to be very important for you to follow through on the little things. The little things will matter in your consulting practice, in your business. The little things will matter. And if you are not very mindful of details, then those things can also cause you a problem. They can be problematic in terms of client satisfaction, your ability to uh, really provide an exceptional level of service and simply meet client expectations all around. It is going to be vital for you to pay attention to detail. I can't stress that more enough. Details matter. And so if this is something that doesn't come easy to you and it's something that you struggle with even currently because you may be a big picture thinker and that is fine. That is a great thing. But even if you're a big picture thinker, you're going to have to find ways to build in that detail because that level of detail is what's going to help you really provide services that number one, meets client expectations, allows them to experience your services in a way that leaves them really singing your praises and and passing your name on to others as a referral and just helping you build your business better and faster. Details matter. Um, So I definitely want you to consider that. But all in all, I think that if you take the time and really think through many of these questions, it can be helpful in just figuring out whether or not consulting should be the next step for you if you're thinking about going into this industry, into this field. And just to recap, I wanna run through the questions really quickly once again. Number one, Do you have expertise to share? Number two, can you get someone from point A to point B? Number three, are you willing to put yourself out there to meet new people and increase your visibility? Number four, are you self-motivated? Number five, do you enjoy working with others? Number six, are you someone who takes things personally? And number seven, can you pay attention to detail? All right, guys, I hope this helped. I hope that you're able to really consider these things. Be very, very honest with yourself. Think through whether or not uh, this would be a good fit for you. I am such an advocate for more and more women entering this industry. And so I hope that you're able to say that all of these things work for you and that you are definitely going to make that move. But I understand if it's not a good fit. We just want to make sure that whatever you choose is something that's going to make you happy, that's going to help you feel fulfilled and content and able to make a greater impact because the impact that you make is what's going to actually change lives, what's going to actually change the industry and build the legacy that you want to leave. All right, I will talk to you again soon. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to the Black Girls Consult 2 podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to leave your review on Apple Podcasts, subscribe, and share it with a friend. We're on a mission to increase the success and longevity of women in consulting, and you can help us do that. 
Also, I love to hear from you. So let's connect at Dr. Angelina Davis on Instagram or LinkedIn. And don't forget to visit ExcelAtConsulting.com for more information to support your consulting journey. Until next time, take care.